Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling on Never Sleeps Network. I am your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everything you guys are doing and helping the show out by listening every week. And uh, we got a great show for you. But before we get in the great show, uh, you know where to find us online. If you want to give us a Gmail, send us a Gmail at uh, Talking Wrestling at uh, gmail.com on instagram talking wrestling podcast on the instagram and uh, at tnw pod on the twitter to hit us up send us a message let us know how you like things the first postcard of the postcard draw if you send us a five-star review and a five-star rating on itunes we will find you or you will find us we will connect and you will get a postcard from the 80s of uh, my postcards from the 80s of wrestlers and uh, John Brenner is the first uh, guy to get a postcard, and he'll be having one sent out to him uh, this week. That's awesome. So now I have maybe 29 postcards left to send out. So, uh, folks, keep sending in those uh, five-star reviews and ratings and everything, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, this has been an incredible September for me. Uh, I've had a lot of fun doing a lot of crazy things, um, but I've just completed the Just for Laughs 42 Festival in Toronto, where I did eight shows and uh, four of them uh, with Rory Scovel, who's one of my best friends, and and um, he will be on a future episode of uh, Talking Wrestling and uh, talking about as much as we can that's wrestling related, but he's not the biggest wrestling fan, but he will be on. Last night was just crazy. We did a, the late show at the Royal Theater here in Toronto, and uh, unannounced to everybody's knowledge, Amy Schumer just decided to drop in and do a 15-minute set because she's friends with Rory. And uh, wow, what a what a show that was! Um, I went on first. I did my set. I brought her up, and the place went nuts because they didn't believe it was going to happen because she's not even in town. Uh, it gave me goosebumps. I had goosebumps the way that audience reacted. She went up and killed it for 15 minutes, and then Rory just went on and destroyed the audience. And uh, he's really taken his career to a next level. And it was mind-boggling. And it's funny. So after the show, I want to see how, oh, you know, we had Amy Schumer show up at our show. It's got to be the talk of the fest, you know. So I start going through the Twitter, trying to see how many tweets are about Amy Schumer and Rory Scovel. And maybe my name will be thrown in. No, not so many. But trying to find these tweets was insane. Because while our show was going on, my favorite murder was in town and their headline in the entire festival at the sony theater 3000 theater we had 400 people maybe tweeting about our show i don't know who tweets i don't know but trying to get to our tweets to find tweets on my show in a sea of murder tweets is insane that show is so great and so successful and i'm very happy for it because they came to toronto and when they come to Toronto, that means Georgia Hardstar comes to Toronto. And when she comes to Toronto, one of my best friends in the whole world comes to Toronto, Vince Averill from We Watch Wrestling Podcast. And I'm sitting here with him right now. Vince Averill is on Talking Wrestling and in Canada, in the house. I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> Ah, Corbini, you so and so. Good to man. see you, my so man. Great to see you. So great to see you. Fucking a, I'm dude. glad we can make this happen. You know, I don't mind talking wrestling. I, dude, that's all we've ever done. And I love talking wrestling with you. I know. I said to, one of the things we talked about, Rory, when I on the Rory episode upcoming, is the apartment. 
and it was a web series we did in 2007 just for shits and giggles and web series what the fuck was a web series of 2007 even i mean still it was it, it was, was awesome nothing. yeah yeah but the first scene in that of me and you together <laughs> yes, yes. was actually one of our first conversations ever about it, wrestling about <laughs> wrestling it was not a scene mm -hmm. i was i met you we found out that you liked we liked wrestling and i told you my rick flair story and Dude. told you the Undertaker story, and I gave you every wrestling story I had that night. And we may have achieved. Oh, we watched. <laughs> and the best was you can watch this. Um, you can watch this in the show because Rory comes out of the bathroom, and you can just see me not stopping talking wrestling right and you're just listening and yeah. you're listening but you could clearly enjoying it <laughs> and uh and that's when rory goes in back into the bathroom he's like he won't shut up <laughs> <laughs> but i love that our first conversation is documented in a in it's a insane sketch. that that's how it went down yeah we were that was just straight up how it was happening and, the and it's because you're your reactions to those conversations is what you got wrote written into the next episode <laughs> hey listen man Vic. i i know how to get in there yeah i know Vic, how to he was he didn't even have he didn't want nothing to do with anything there no man he's in one scene just staring at the tv yeah. it's like oh yeah you're not part of this dude i was an extra <laughs> way down the depth chart but then i just crawled and just like just like bobby keel i found my way <laughs> you did you found your way that gym scene in the second episode is so funny where um when gordon trying, is a no, no, where uh, i'm oh. trying to work out oh right and you show up with the beer can and the sunglasses in the gym hey yeah. man what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> you're just there to hang out you're not even there to work and, and that that's all back on funnier die right you can watch the apartment on there we're going to be putting them all up again this month on funnier die so check out funnier die as stoner uh, food critic stoner food critic so many greats it's like, kind of like sketches it's a bromance um that's uh, very complicated to explain it's just funny it's 10 years old the quality is not the best on it but the first four episodes are up on funnier die casey corbin but you can access it through vince's page on funnier die or rory's will be attached to it as well so that is awesome so much wrestling so much to talk about so, so much. much first of all because i haven't talked to you in a while yeah we have to go back and I want to talk about things. Let's go back, dude. So, so, Please. And so hopefully most listeners have listened to We Watch Wrestling Podcast. I always promote that. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, because it's crazy. And I still get recognized for that show. Yeah. I was telling you earlier, got recognized this week. Like, are you on We Watch Wrestling? You know. One of my favorite episodes this year was After Money in the Bank. Okay. And you got hot. You did not like oh, yeah. that finish. No. You did not like that finish no. in that woman's match. Right. I Now, in my hand, I'm holding my money in the bank gambling pool. Okay. And it's pretty, it's pretty complicated. You, it does. There's a lot of colors. a lot of colors. A lot of, a lot of uh, um, basically, so, fine print. You know, it's, um, it, you, you put out your predictions. So, for the WWE Championship, like it says, you circle the winner, you mm -hmm. circle pinner submission, DQ, outside, and it has a little point, and you get points for each Wait, little prediction. Where is this from? The horse track? Where did you get this thing? This is just, I found this online, and oh. I just printed it off. Oh, okay. I was like, right. It's pretty cool. So, we go to the Women's Money in the Bank match. I just want you to read right, it and let's take tell a look me what here. we got there, what I have predicted. Women's Championship. I didn't do well on the card. I did not win the pool, but... 
All right. I see uh, Naomi is circled. No, no. The, oh. the money in the bank right there. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, women's yeah. money in the course, bank. Of course, of course, of course, yes. All right. You have Carmelo with James Ellsworth. Okay. Uh, that is circled. And what does it say? And it says, uh, first to touch the case, first to get hit with the ladder. Do, do. Oh, no. Last, <laughs> last to touch the case without winning Ellsworth. Yeah. What that's, are you? I saw That's how I thought the whole thing would play out. Dude. And you, when it happened, I almost shit my pants. I couldn't believe <laughs> I, I booked the ending. Just point at your head. Just point at your head. Oh, I, dude, <laughs> I was like, you know, I get it. It's the first women's money in the bank. Sure. But Carmella has nothing to bring to that match as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And I was like, she's going to win it because they have to give her something to make her important in right. the division. Right. Everybody else stands on their own. They're all established. Yeah. She needs the briefcase. Yeah. And I was like, how is she going to win it? And I was like, well, Ellsworth. You know, it's no different than if if Macho Man was in a ladder match with someone else and Sherry climbed up and took it and did it for him. Yeah. Because you can understand, James Ellsworth is in Carmelo's friend zone. Yeah. And all he wants to do is... <laughs> take it to the next level. He wants to take it to the next he level. He wants to climb the ladder. He wants to climb the ladder. He just wants to be in love with her yeah. and, she, and vice versa. Sure. So it makes sense to me that when he looks up there... And he sees that, and he sees that whole situation. In my mind, he's thinking, "If I get that briefcase, I can get my dick sucked, you know, well, and, or and something. I yeah. can get a kiss. I can take this to the next level." And because all he can do is fuck up, he ends up winning rather than helping her win. Yeah, because he pulls it down, but at the same time, sure, he gives it to her. Yeah, but there's no rules in a money in a bank match, right? And this is what heel managers do. Okay, all right, okay. So, logically it all makes sense and it's a great sword but when everybody got upset i was like well you're that's what they want right and, and wasn't i you know lost the annals of time with so many other things I is, so is my memory but i i feel like i wasn't as mad that it was the first women's match and that a man had won so much as like that that's how they did it i wasn't convinced they were going to follow up which I guess, as we're laying it out now, it seems like it did happen that way. Yeah. They followed up, and and he's still in the friend zone, although now he's being brought to the ring with a chain around his neck. Oh, dude, when they... <laughs> the dog collar. I'll tell you, when they brought him back in Toronto at uh, SmackDown, he yep. got a pop. Yeah. He got a huge pop. Like, Toronto loves Ellsworth. <laughs> And you know who else was so over huge that night was uh, the Raw, uh, the SmackDown, Jinder. Jinder was yeah. over so huge. And I'll tell you, the Singh brothers did not come out with them that night huh? because they knew Jinder was going to be over huge. They don't understand that Toronto's Indian market yeah. is one of the largest in the world outside of India. Sure. And that place was filled yeah. with Indians there to see Jinder Mahal. I got to try to get a roti before I leave town. Oh, man. yeah, of course. There's so much good roti here. Oh, my God. I want to take roti and I want to combine it with some good old Canadian cuisine like poutine uh -oh. and make a routine every day. Oh, no. Now, now see, <laughs> now, now hold on. <laughs> I got to get the jokes in. <laughs> um, I've been sitting on that thing just to show you because i was like oh we do not see this the same way <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, you've been to so much wrestling. Sure. And it's um and again, thank you. You know, like I've never would have thought about doing any of this if you didn't tell me to come to LA and tell my Undertaker story <laughs> on the air. <laughs> And yet, yeah, but let's not get it twisted, dude. I mean, you came and did that, but you have had subsequent visits on the show, yes. and at, at every turn have fucking killed the shit out of it. And every time I get fans from the show, and uh, you know, so when somebody approached me about it, I'm like, yeah, I guess I could do it, but I said I'd have to do it completely a different format because I don't want to step on any of your toes. And like, even now. I used to have the routine, not a routine poutine roadie. I'd wake up Wednesdays and that was my morning. I'd sit down and just wake and bake and listen Get to the show. <laughs> and that was the first thing I did on Wednesdays. But now I tape Wednesdays usually. Okay. So I can't listen to So I, I wait till after I tape. I usually tape at about one. Right. And then I listen to it on my walk home. Okay. So I, that's my new routine. Not and, uh, cause I don't want to step really. on uh, Yeah. Cause I don't want to step on anything that you guys are doing. Please. Cause like, you know, I can't do a better review of a pay-per-view or anything like that. Uh, than, than the three of you guys. So well, I stick to that's, that's interviewing friends about wrestling yeah. and uh, and keeping it light. And then I'm trying to get legends on the show as well. Well, you're coming so. back down, dude. So it's only it's only a matter of time before you're back oh, inside. I was like, uh, yeah. and uh, The Triple this, W Tower. This time I'll bring my theme music. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have my own show. <laughs> my, my little riff. What happened to Casey, man? Down, 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 man. Coming in at, don't say my weight, please. Don't say my weight. You'll be like Tom mentioned his podcast all the time. Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. You're like, <laughs> we got to pay for that advertising. I try to do the heel thing where it's like I'm mentioning it, but it seems like I'm mentioning it in in haste, yeah. you know, you, but it's still, but I still try to get it over, you know? Well, that's the, you know, I just um, been listening to a lot of podcasts about Bobby Heenan and they say like, you know that's what you do is you put the other person over in your promo if you're the heel and because if you say you know like chris jericho said one time i called this guy an old man in my promo yeah he said well don't call him an old man because when i win and i will because that's the way it's booked uh you just lost to an old man so how does that make you look yeah well it's the same thing like i don't there was that roast where norm mcdonald uh, he had like the newspaper and shit, yeah, yeah. and he just kept repeating, like whoever had not done, mm-hmm. like raped the kid or done something horrible, right? Yeah. But he just kept saying over and over. So that's not what happened. He did not do that. Yeah. But what what you're getting is that he absolutely did because he just keeps saying it. He keeps saying oh, it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marty Jannetty, did he? Did he not? No. What? Would he? So first of all, so. For those of you who don't know, Marty Jannetty, this was in the news. This was in the, in the Toronto Sun. Mm. This was like Marty Jannetty. I mean, how does this make regular news? Um, Marty Jannetty has a, had an illegitimate daughter, um, and she came into his life in 2014. That's what I've understood. Okay. She's 21 now. She would have been three years ago. She would have been... 18, 19, 20, 21. I just got got the shivers. I don't like this story. So she would have been 18 years old. And uh, she said she was the daughter. So for three years, they've been 
had a father-daughter relationship Mm. but i guess it was you know she's more than that she's hot and i guess it was i don't know marty's not no marty's not i don't like he has uh he goes on tours where you can party with marty you know so what he he, like posted a facebook so he posted a facebook and said um this girl is my daughter but turns out she's not my daughter because i got the dna test and she's not my daughter but she's hot so can i fuck her like asking asking the facebook world what they think oh, man what a what it's, a depressing character marty Janetti. like when i because you know no fault of his own or but yeah no i guess I, I shouldn't say that but but he like the last couple times that i saw him work where his ankles were all fucked up and he's just like he's just just in a, in a real bad way yeah. you know and it's the fact that he still needs to work is whatever and he's he's been through a lot of shit but you can't say that's all not his fault but whatever all i'm saying is generally speaking marty Janetti ha- has become a very depressing character to me oh 100 percent. and to me it's like well wait a minute is this girl and at first i'm like so does this girl seek him out and like who's her mom and where's the mom in this sister where's the story yeah. where's the mom it's like and one of and like your father is one of these two wrestlers no 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 no. the one with his head through the window do you see here <laughs> you can't quite make it out <laughs> anyway, that's the, the only picture i could find yeah, the, only picture. <laughs> the most googleable picture of my genetti is yeah. him trying to jump through the barbershop window <laughs> he was trying to escape it doesn't look like it but he was actually trying to escape hey, that's what bobby said i <laughs> tried to jump through that window <laughs> so so but it's just like where's the mother in the situation and number two like is this girl seek marty out like i said maybe she seeked him out and she said he was a daughter and she knew she wasn't a daughter and then she'd hook up with him and then i'm like and then my roommate's like what and get some of that rocker money that's lying (laughs) around the floor (laughs) but also like how fucked up is it if he was like oh it's my daughter and then he's like damn i sure would like to have sex with my daughter uh, well, well it's probably not my daughter let, let me just get a d he goes to the length that's, of getting a dna test that's exactly <laughs> what i was thinking he went to that length because he uh that's fucked on a, on a I, number of levels oh my god I'm, I'm i'm masturbating every night to this i gotta get a dna <laughs> test and if and if she doesn't have my dna well god damn it she will when i'm done with her oh, like, that is the worst oh, Christ. <laughs> it's not good it's no, not good and we're done with that. That's yes, thank insane. you. Moving on. Moving Let's keep on. it positive. It's uh, it's insane. Um, this weekend in Hamilton, this is pretty cool. I didn't get a chance to go. Hamilton. I love all the Comic Cons now because they have wrestlers. A lot of these Comic Cons because mm-hmm. they're realizing, oh, did you know that there's millions of wrestling nerds that also fit into the Comic Con spectrum? Okay, and you know, and it's like this weekend, this year. I guess is the 30th anniversary of the Royal Rumble or oh. it's maybe coming up next year okay. anyways to celebrate it in Hamilton they had Hacksaw Jim Duggan and one man gang oh. there to celebrate the first Royal Rumble the Royal the Killer Bees were also in town cuz they were in the Royal Rumble the first one so they basically had everybody like like five or six wrestlers that were all in the first royal rumble and they all had a screwdriver drinking contest and, uh, they did and hacksaw uh, won again 19 double vodkas <laughs> and then it became king of the ring mm. <laughs> wow so that was sounds like they had a few uh Shawn michaels was there as well oh. they had Shawn michaels 
son who could be the other father if so sean gets that is fantastic <laughs> that look at the size of that ic title like that is really over large <laughs> the perspective is a little odd yeah it's, but uh you know that's awesome <laughs> the fact remains it, i just revealed a, a sean michaels t-shirt he's got a sean michaels t-shirt i'll show we'll take some pictures in a bit and we'll put them up on the instagram so you can see i actually i was like i better put a flannel over this because i didn't i don't want to come off the elevator down there at the hotel and have you freak out because i got a sean michaels shirt on oh you, you know big bret hart mark that you are no no i'm cool <laughs> i'm cool with it all <laughs> you've uh, come to terms yeah hey you know they bury the hatchet why can't we exactly and you know like like i said you know we all know in that story brett's story has always stayed the same and sean's now is yeah i did a lot of bad stuff back then and i you know and he, he, yeah i think he feels bad about his he probably should all. based on the number of people who've said what a dickhead he is yeah. and what a pillhead he was but i think everything is different now because yeah. he's got his head on his shoulders and uh you know and amen and he's helping wrestlers now at you know at uh nxt nxt and that can only help everything sure no doubt like are you kidding me that Shawn michaels is helping training guys like look at how well lance k turned out <laughs> sure i'm joking sure. obviously <laughs> daniel bryan yes I yes mean, yes daniel yes bryan. and and fucking um brian kendrick for that matter oh my god i can't stand brian kendrick he's doing incredible work down there yeah training 205 what bothers me about 205 is you have the great cruiserweight tournament it's everything that you want yeah and then you're like now let's make it a show and you do everything the opposite of what you've just done well and you don't sign any of the great stars exactly what you're seeing is the the tournament where Vince isn't paying attention, 205, where Vince is sitting there. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the only difference, and that's the exact difference. Well, like Ted DiBiase said, is it a coincidence that the best show they have is the one-hour wrestling show? No, because no wrestling show should be over 90 minutes. No, the wrestling, like, I always grew up on one-hour wrestling shows. Superstars, Challenge, uh, Lute International pro wrestling plus uh pro wrestling usa pro wrestling canada these are all the shows i watched as a kid yeah and you know none were ever three hours i have so much trouble sitting through a raw i wish i had hulu and that's like i mean then that's coming from a guy who is a fucking huge wrestling fan yeah so like but even even weirder it i can sit through a five and a half hour pay-per-view of new japan right but i can't do three hours of raw no and, and it's to the point where i love going to wrestling like i have to i always end up going but when it's like ah, oh, raw is coming again because sitting there live for it mm-hmm. is almost worse yeah. like when you're sitting there with the brakes and purple ropes like, purple ropes purple ropes i was like really why we're still on raw you don't think that we can tell they're fucking cruiserweights? Right. You just had Braun and, and Batista out here. And now you got... Ooh, Braun guys. and Batista. That's I, a dream match. Actually, why? Well, we can talk dream matches because um, I would love to see so many. Like, where do you think... Like, what are the chances of them getting Batista versus The Rock? Uh, I would say slim and none. Yeah, I know. Because The Rock is in such another stratosphere, right? And I also feel like Batista is like he's a little burned after his last yeah. run. 
that the the stars would have to align in such a way, and the payday would have to be such a thing that I like think you wait till after the Rock gets added to the Avengers, and then he crossed over with the right. Maybe they the both Guardians. have a movie to promote, and or, it's like yeah, because because the other thing is with the network now, the the pay per view payoffs can't. There's just no way they can be what they were. No, you know, so so to even feasibly be able to offer someone like that, you know, I don't know, but but it doesn't, of course never say never but i think it would have to be like them both promoting a film at the right time and everything else comes together and is john cena retired i want to <laughs> i'm trying to do jiminy glick and i can't do jiminy glick I'm like, is john cena retired do you think john cena retired <laughs> at least until mania yeah but the, the, the thing about that though is yeah i mean he he's not done done but but i think you know if a couple things go his way He'll very quickly be around less and less too. You yeah. know, I mean, he's already going to be around. It's just already happened. Big shows, you yeah. know, mania, uh, pretty much exclusively. But I think he's up for some uh, superhero movie, and I think is he in the new Transformers? So like, if I things start so. rolling for him, yeah, yeah. He, you know, um, I talked to Amy Schumer about John Cena last night. Oh, okay, um, because uh, she's like, "Oh, you like wrestling?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "So do I." I'm like. Yeah, I know. She's like, I dated a wrestler. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm we like, all know. We all know. <laughs> and then I asked her, I said, can I ask you a question? One wrestling question? She's like, what? I was like, um, was John Cena's uh, character based on your relationship with Dolph Ziggler at all? Because I always thought that that would be funny. That it's like, oh, man, Ziggler can't get anything going. He can't even play himself in a movie where he's with Amy Schumer. Yeah. We have to give that role to John. Well, <laughs> we can't give Dolph's role to Dolph. Give it to Amy. Give it to John Cena. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then and then she's, like, saying that she thought, you know, or she said John Cena was the funniest person in that movie. And she's like, and when you watch it, you're like, he brought so much more than what we expected and um all those little ad libs about his little homoeroticies that was all on his own he just came in with these ideas and we and it's just so funny and it's like really cool here to talk about how much i'm like yeah i love john cena seen as a man yeah i've, I've come full circle with the john cena thing because i never liked the uh, the rapper john cena sure I didn't like that gimmick. I never liked it. The hustle, loyal, respect. I didn't like it at first because he's like, hustle, loyal, respect. I'm like, well, why, if you respect, why the fuck are you changing that AWA logo to benefit yourself and sales? <laughs> are you giving any of that money to Greg? You know? Like, or Vern. He might have still been around Vern. when that was happening. <laughs> Vern, yeah, like, yeah. If you sent some of that money to Vern, they might have put him in his own room. Yeah. And he might not have choked have out killed anybody. Killed anyone. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, killers... So did she say it was based on Dolph? No, it's oh, not. It's right. not at all. So I was a little upset about about that. Speaking but of killers. Speaking of killers. So in this postcard book, the 80s postcards. Okay. Um, there's all these postcards, but they're for they're before the WWF blew up, like or okay. right as it was blowing up. So a lot of these postcards are, are from wrestlers that are in the WWF, but pre. Okay. You know, like Ricky Steamboat is not like Ricky Steamboat. He's clearly in the NWA. But there's one picture of um, of Kevin Sullivan. And he's a Satanist, right? You know that? <laughs> and, uh, the way you said that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but he... Uh, he's a Satanist. He's got a collar on, and then he's got a a, a, a woman 
with him mm-hmm. and the collars on her yeah and a chain and a choker yeah i've seen and that we photo know, and, and you know who that woman is i do yeah that's nancy benoit ain't no doubt about it so i have this postcard and i was like you know if i sent this postcard to matt mccarthy <sighs> and on the back i just put i did it kevin sullivan oh <laughs> <laughs> yes i had to tell somebody no, i had to tell somebody <laughs> i had to tell someone i did it it's a picture of nancy benoit and oh, sullivan. Dude. Oh, oh dude i was like is that a good gag <laughs> I think you should do it. He's not going to listen to this. You should just do no, it. I know. I might just do it. I might just do it. I would fully endorse it. I would give you his address. I know. I, I, like, I told you not to send stuff to the home. I sent it, just sent it to the P.O. box. <laughs> How did Kevin Sullivan get so Bruce Pitcher gave me your home address, and I wanted to let you know that I did it. <laughs> wow. So as Which, uh, well, you, you don't want to tip that bit. There's um, conspiracies. Uh, theories that Benoit did do it, and uh, you mean um, Kevin, Kevin Sullivan? Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any conspiracy that Chris Benoit did it. I think that's a pretty much <laughs> that's not a conspiracy. That's not a conspiracy. But if you if you believe in the conspiracy, then that is the conspiracy. There you right? go. There you oh go. Oh my god! Any like, you can make a conspiracy out of anything. Oh, of course, yeah. and people do. Yeah, the internet man is uh, just a dirge of horrible horrible things and oh, yeah. uh speculation in, in my mind i just conjured up that that was dolph ziggler's role and, and it gave it to and they gave it to john cena i just but i'm <laughs> glad i i got the truth yeah so now but he is uh, really good in that movie and cena is he's great and everything he, he did you see the um uh, the movie where it was like Amy Poehler and um, Tina Fey yeah, the and then he's the, he's the drug and dealer the drug at the dealer, end the ne- with, the ne- with the neck tattoos <laughs> yeah, yeah he's great in that too yeah he's the man and dude. he's good in daddy's home and that's why it, p- it pissed me off I was like I was like one of the uh the chill i was a child at the no mercy the other week in la when they were when the crowd was chanting you both suck at cena and reigns i was like no no this isn't no, right this isn't right suck. <laughs> no i just um i when i when i was at uh, smackdown there's this guy standing beside me and he's like who you want to see come out right before it's done like, who you want to see come out i was like I don't know. Probably. Were you sitting next to PSAs? No, no. no. I was sitting next to this, <laughs> That's what it next like. to this, this pretty, pretty cool black guy. And uh, not a lot of black guys are pretty cool. Who you want to see come out? <laughs> Who you want to see come out? I was like, I don't know. Um, probably Kevin Owens because he's like my favorite right now. But in that time, I'm like, you know what? No. I want John Cena to come out. I want to hear those motherfucking horns. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the first thing is, yeah. You put and it out to the universe. Out. Oh my god! And I was like, for the first time live, I was cheering in jubilant fashion yeah. for John Cena, and it felt good. Yeah, man, it felt good. Did you, you throw know? up the the three fingers? Oh, also, yeah, yeah, loyalty yeah. and respect. All yeah. right. Um. Yeah, because you know what? Since he like, I think the turning point for me in his career were the series of matches. First of all, the Miz loss. At WrestleMania, yep. I, I got a lot of respect for that, even though the finish was with the age. Sure. But then those two back-to-back rocks, WrestleMania main events, that was it. Like that, and the build-up to the to the one like that they're playing off of now. Right. You know the whole you're not around. You know that I loved those two matches, and I loved that. And so, and then I realized every time Cena goes away and comes back, he's added something new to his 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 arsenal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he doesn't 
stop moving forward. Yeah. He's still at his age. You know, he looks great, but you know, you can look like a million dollars and have a $3 carcass inside. Like you don't, sure. you know, and those punk, those punk lane events too. Yeah. Off the charts. And that's not all punk. No, exactly. You know? Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time I've seen, I've seen a bad John Cena match. Right. So now I have to go back and rewatch his earlier work. And that and I hated because I know I got to get a look a at it. Attitude. I kind of want to go back and watch because I, you know, as much as I like his his comedy in films, like I don't like when he does comedy in promos. But he can cut a fucking money ass promo yeah. when he when he wants to. When it's go home time, yes. like he can't be touched. It's yeah. just some of those other those other like comedy promos that I oh, like make well, me cringe. Sometimes, well, I've but, like part of my problem earlier on with him was with. Uh, in his promos, he would always fat shame Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. You can't be the face for be a star. Right. And go out there in front of 20,000 people and fat shame a fucking woman. Let alone well, anyone. Yeah. And that, that yeah. had to stop. And he hasn't fat shamed anybody in a long time. Right. So I'd he, like to think he, that he, he was he like, Vince, I'm to, not doing it anymore. I well, can't do this anymore. He came close about like Kevin Owens, but that with Kevin Owens is different. He's a guy and he's like, you have, you know, you got to make fun of his beer belly. Cause that's what guys would do. Like, right. you, you're not in shape, <laughs> yeah. but to fat shame a woman is just fucking, yeah, it's classless. No. And uh, Bullshit. there's no, you know, hustle, loyalty, respect, respect, Mm-mm. John, Mm-mm. come on, man. Yeah. And, uh, that's just, that's when you almost jumped the barricade the first time. Oh, only <laughs> once have I ever got like. I remember one time uh, there was a raw. I'm so funny. So now the great thing about the network is I have a box of stubs of raws and smackdowns, and every now and again my roommate has the network, so I'll bring it in. And I'm like, pick a stub, <laughs> and then he picks it up. I'm like, go to that date, and then we watch. And there's this one where I was on the floor for raw. But I always get the, the shit side. I don't get the fucking sign side except for the Tom Sibley sign that I got in on the block <laughs> after Survivor Series. Hell yeah. And, um, and that, uh, so, and people, if you're doing signs, black marker and go heavy. Okay? Because <laughs> nobody wants to read your faded sign that you think looks good in the background. All right? Trust me, I know. Because if you watch. Um, November 10th Raw from Uh-oh. Ottawa. Here we go. The very end of the Raw, my as I was on the I was on this side, the, yeah. the camera side. They told us no signs. You're on camera side, so I couldn't put my signs up. Right, and this was in the the heat of the USA Canada border wars. Come on, I was not a friend to America then. I'll tell you that. No, now I love it. You finished though. up with your your graphics art degree that you had been inspired oh. to go back for, and well, you wanted to. Needless to say, I didn't use black marker. I used red marker, and I said I put a sign that said. Hey, USA, below me. <laughs> now, you have the people... Red marker and go heavy. Red marker, but I did not go heavy. Oh, no. And then I put hearts rule up top in the corner, something like that. Yeah. So, at the end of the raw, right as the logo... Remember when the logo would come up and you'd have that couple, three seconds? I'm watching... Uh, the the schmoz is going down in the ring. I am watching on the Titan Tron for the logo, and I have my sign ready. I'm like, that logo goes up. My, this fucking sign covers the ring. So sure enough, it ends with my sign coming up, 
and then I give it three pumps. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so I rewatched this. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did I just do the yes chant? <laughs> and he's like, with a sign? He goes, I think you did. I'm like, oh, we have a law. We have a lawsuit on our hands, bud. We have. I have Dude, it. please retell that story on my show when you come down. <laughs> <laughs> but you can go to that raw. But yeah. the, here's the thing is like, when I, I, I took a picture of it one time, put it up on Instagram. I was like, this is my sign. I got yeah. on. But you couldn't read it so then when we paused and we looked at it i was like what's it say i can't remember what i wrote on it and my roommate's like it says uh usa below me oh jesus christ what were you thinking i was like well they're below us it at was the same time <laughs> yeah. we're Amer- we're canada we're above they're yeah. below yeah that's not how you spell that below you know <laughs> trying to work my way out of it ah why it was the height of the u.s canada war man you had every right to make that sign yeah you just should have went a little heavier with red i did and or (laughs) outline it with a black there you go so people make your signs go over it with or get a thick black marker sniff it enjoy it (laughs) get in there get in there there. you ever make signs and be creative i have never made a sign never a sign guy no i think when they started coming in i was like eh, i don't know and then and then you remember there's that period where every like Everything. everybody had them and, and i felt like every time i ended up behind someone who just held it up the entire time and so then i just like i kind of turned on them. i enjoy them now when I, i'll see one that i like you know what's that church that makes all the signs oh um they're good at making signs oh yeah uh the fucking fred phelps church you're talking yeah. about <laughs> you should be like hey can i outsource you guys to make some wrestling signs <laughs> yeah well i mean i don't know have they i haven't heard any stories lately of you see you're always here like oh these signs got confiscated they were taking these taking no, that they still so when i went in with the tom sibley they 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 don't want any signs with advertising or promoting anything any, in any way that with an ulterior promotion yeah you know that's what they're looking for now uh, there's no yeah and and swearing so i had to open up my sign and just says tom sibley they're like what's this i'm like oh it's my friend in la i'm just trying to say hello that's all i was trying to do yeah but i had the we watch wrestling fucking stickers on each corner (laughs) (laughs) well there was one time i was at a smackdown in the second row and we weren't saying any anything foul we like we were riding the ref a little bit you know getting on the getting on the bad guys and they came over and told us we like we were being too loud and i was like this is a fucking wrestling show what are you talking about but i I guess maybe we must have been by the like a crowd mic or something because we were getting picked up too heavy or something i don't know but some (laughs) someone from the building came over and said you guys need like to chill out you're being too loud (laughs) too loud (laughs) you know i'm just going you know getting on little nature maybe tell him get him out of the corner or you know call it down the middle whatever the nature boy this i can't believe i remember one i'm glad he's still with us sure and uh and but like how do you think that went down the four horsemen try to pay a visit to nature boy rick flair Uh, and he kicked out and he said hey i am the four horsemen and i'm not done riding space mountain Woo!" and then they went all right we'll go back uh, yeah, well yeah. we'll we'll see you after a while yeah that's that's fucked up man and you know what he's i'm glad to see him alive but it's definitely that took its toll on him oh my god he, he looked like he aged like 15 years well you can't like 
be in a coma induced or otherwise yeah. and go through all the shit and have a surgery where they're like, he's probably not going to make it. And then you make it and you, you know, Oh my God, that is so insane. But you know, it's half you, you know, with wrestling though, you have to ask, are we being worked for this ESPN 30 for 30? Is this, <laughs> that was fucked up when, when it first happened and people were like, wait a minute, are they just trying to like, that's, yeah, but that's wrestling. You know, you're always like, wait a minute. They don't know. Wait they don't a know minute. to work it. Wait a minute. Know. Wait a minute. <laughs> you always have to ask that question. And here's another thing. So when they're doing, did you watch the women's tournament? Yes. Is that flying elbow from the pirate princess Kyrie Sane? Is that better than Macho Man's elbow? Well, it certainly has more elevation. It's it's a beautiful thing. It's definitely the best elbow I've seen since Macho Man. For sure. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's the only one that's different. Subjective art form, but but she gets up, boy. It's, that's such a that's awesome. It is awesome. It's awesome. I was, you know. Um, I thought the Tessa Blanchard match with her was the best match of the of the of the tournament. Uh-huh. Uh, I love the tournament. I love what's her name, um, Roundy Roundy Piper. What's oh uh, yeah 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 Piper. Yeah, right. she's great. Yeah, it's not Roundy yeah. Roundy. That's, right. That, look at me. I just do a joke of I just talk about how much I hate John Cena for a fat shaming women, and then I come back with a Roundy Roundy no, no, no. Piper come joke. On. Cor- clean it up, Corbin. I'm, I'm, you're better than that. It's different if you're fat. You can make fun of other <laughs> fat people. That's the only thing we got. <laughs> so no, that's a that was a great tournament. But what drives me insane is even worse than the WrestleMania point is like, can they walk to the ring without? It's like now when you walk out. You have to acknowledge the trophy. Yeah. You know, and then and then all of a sudden they're like they all like walk up, they look at it, and yeah. then they walk down. I'm like, come on, they did this that they know they, why? Yeah. It's so annoying. Ridiculous. And I also love at the start where they show who's all wrestling, and it's all like, you know, mean girl, like all girls' faces, like mean face, mean face, mean face, hello. <laughs> The pirate princess is always like the last, and she's like huge angry, smile, angry, angry, angry. Hello, huge smile. You know, she's so happy. <laughs> and but I, I love her. Like she's, you know, that character. And like, but there were so many girls, like that girl from New Zealand that came running around with that boot to the face at the uh, Tony Storm. No, Tony Storm is Australian. Dolph Ziggler's girl version. Oh, okay. Like, it's like, okay, now you're ripping off Motley Crue, too? <laughs> okay, well. With the, with the eye black? So, she's, she's yeah. and the logo on her back, right. and the metal music. Sure. It sounds like a, a, a fake Skid Row song she was coming Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we get it. You like Motley Crue. Yeah. <laughs> what do you make of Dolph Ziggler's current? What is this about? I, I call didn't, it. The Big Show, didn't Big Show already do this gimmick where he came out as everybody else? He he's he's permanently lost in the shuffle, unfortunately. Well, I've always thought that the minute I went to his Twitter and saw I'm a stand-up comedian that wrestles to pay the bills, I'm like, well, that tells me right there that you do not want to be champion. Yeah, you want to be a stand-up. Well, but also like I can't. How, how can you blame the guy? He's been beaten down for so long. But he still like, makes money. Like, yeah, no, no, like, for sure. But uh, yeah, and I guess, you know, at that point, you, you probably don't need to put that out there. But I have to imagine there has to be a level of frustration in, you know, in in all the all the stops and starts and things that have happened to I him, you know. so, yeah. And the fact but, that, you know, like, I think it's crazy when they give you something as stupid as this. And it's like, can you make it work? 
And yeah, he's really good at doing people's entrances. Yeah. But it's not working for me. It's like, come on. And like, people always say, like, if they can send people up to NXT, why can't they send people down? And then the first guy I would send down would be Dolph Ziggler because he could do so many great matches with someone. Just let him go wrestle. Yeah. Don't yeah. let him be a character. Just, you know what? If you're like, why bury him? Let him go to NXT. Let him wrestle a bunch of these new people. NXT's touring more and more. Zack Ryder. They need better. Zack Ryder. They did it with Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder, like Cody Rhodes said recently on a on Jericho, he should he should leave. He should do. He should. Certain guys should follow Cody Rhodes' footsteps. There is money to be made on the indie scene. If you were that guy, Dolph could leave. Dolph could do it. Zack Ryder, you can you have any idea how big Cody is a world champion right now? Yeah, and he deserves to be world champion because he's that good and he's always been that good. No matter what, talk about stupid gimmicks. Like, do you ever think that like Vince has a something against the Rhodes family? <laughs> because uh, Virgil's name is right. actually Vince. Sure, but they gave him Virgil as a joke. Right. Well, whose name is Virgil? Dusty. Dusty. Yeah. When they bring Dusty in, I see polka dots. Really? You see polka dots on the American dream? Yeah. It should be stars and stripes, if anything, but polka dots? Put them in polka dots. Um, Dustin Reynolds come here. Yeah, well, we're going to make you gold dust. We're going to make you a, a gay, homoerotic gold dust. You know, like... And your dust, your gold dust, dust. <laughs> it's like again, it's another. And then, 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 then your star dust. You know, yeah. and then, and where does it end? And then now they don't let they won't let Cody have his name. Right. So you know, for a guy that has done so much to put NXT on the map, yeah. Why the fuck are you disrespecting him constantly? Just slapping him in the face, slapping him in the face. And I used to hate Dusty because I, when I was a kid, I thought he was a fat slob. But I didn't know I was going to grow up and be fat slob. So, oh, come on. Well, seriously. you know, like, Will you stop? Hey, Dusty, Dusty and I were probably about the same shape and same size when he was wrestling in the NWA. So I go back and watch his matches now, and man, he could move. Oh, dude. He was so unbelievable for his size. And now I have a whole different perspective for the American dream. Like, yeah, the American dream he is the American dream. Like, oh, yeah. you could get to that level. And be that size. I think that, you know, guys like Zack Ryder, whoever, who are getting a check, who know what to expect, who it's hard to, and that's where you got to give even more credit to Cody Rhodes, to, to bet on yourself and be like, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to go in hopes of being happy and, you know, and being fulfilled or whatever. And, and he's done it and, and he's been very successful. Yeah. But yeah, looking at it, there are certain guys you, you're like, there's no reason they wouldn't be able to do the same thing. But if you're sitting there and you're Zack Ryder, you're going, fuck, you know, like, cause it's, it, you got that, at that point, you're doing it all yourself, you know, yeah. like, although I, it's so much easier now with pro wrestling tees and stuff like that. Like, it's not like you have to get the stuff printed and figure it all out. Like, mm -hmm. but it's still a matter of being like, will my quality of life suffer and how if I go out on my own here or do i just keep grinding the way i have been and and know what I, what's going to happen you know you have to take that um that leap of faith you know i think that's what you have to do and like i don't know i just hope a lot more wrestlers will follow because you know wwe is going to keep picking off guys you know they're going to keep signing guys and picking off guys they can talk about how much they develop talent in nxt all they want 
but when you're bringing in guys from the indies that are already established and just repackaging them that's not really developing talent yeah you know that that uh you know nxt and the and the power and the development plant uh development and like no this is such a great you know it's like well it's not a new idea wcw did it with a power plant hunter knows because that's where he trained big show oh wait hunter trained big show at power plant well where did he get the idea for this oh from wcw well, why isn't that discussed more often? Like, you know, like they have that revision history like Kiss does. Oh, yeah. You know, where they rewrite the history to make it more suitable for them. And, you know, like I think Meltzer talks about it too. Like, you know, like we all know that DX was not where Hunter thinks DX was. Of course not. Like DX were in the main event picture when Shawn Michaels, the headliner, the showstopper, the main event, when he was in DX he was at top so dx was at top but the minute he left dx dropped to mid card yeah well i mean and to to position them as like this gigantic part of the attitude era at that point it felt like everybody on the card was over and they were certainly a thing mm-hmm. you know you tune in for but let's not pretend that they were stone cold or the rock dude or- I, they're the new day <laughs> of their generation they come in with their catchphrases they come in with their sing-alongs they put on some good matches everybody likes them but as new day in the moon main event no right yeah it's the same way like you're like oh they're gonna do a, a doc on the network about this or that it's like okay that'll be fun to watch but by no means am i like looking at it like it's gonna be very truthful or yeah. you know accurate how can they say it's a tank when it's clearly a jeep with just a gun put on <laughs> they top? keep calling it a tank stop calling it a tank yeah seriously did you what did you think of the being the elite did you see the recreation of it i saw them try to invade raw and uh i thought it was cool man i mean that they those guys are like you have to respect guys who are fucking doing it different and being so successful yeah. at it the bucks are and, and the, the fact that stars. it's like it was like 10 minutes after that was over they got the cease and desist on the two sweet hand gesture That's and then what do they do they immediately make a cease and desist shirt yeah I mean, it's just like uh, those guys are. Uh, I mean, nothing but fucking respect. They know I how to love it. Money, exactly. Yeah, and and just like you know, like somebody in the WWE probably hates them, but then there's a lot of people in the WWE like they're fucking. We can't. You know, you can't wait to get these guys. And when you gotta get them, and when they do finally get them, no NXT. Just bring them into the main roster. Hopefully the Hardys will still be there. Yeah. You put them in, you let them do that ladder match with the Hardys. Yeah. You know, and and just take it from there. Cause they're so like, don't try to change the style. Let them do the super kick stuff. That's, yeah. You know, it's, they're so entertaining, so entertaining. And I just like, I love the way they talk in the ring. I love the, the, the stuff they do. Like I know Tom was saying, did they say, you know, you're dead? I'm like, yeah, as they run to, but that's what you say when you're a kid, like yeah. dad, when you play guns, like, yeah, you know, they're young bucks. Like totally. that's what they, they're kids. I saw on the, on the flight out to Detroit to start this run, we were coming out of the bar in LAX and, um, I had my back to him. Georgia goes, is that? And I turn around and it was Cody and, and brandy and i i never want to bother anybody you know no. and but he he knew that he had been made you know because yeah. like so i just turned and i stayed like 
like the six feet away because he was not looking at me and i was just say hey man big fan and then georgia said me too and he goes thanks have a good flight you know yeah and then i'm walking away i'm going fuck man i should have at least like i had a g1 shirt underneath something that was wasn't just like i'm some dude who saw you on raw yeah and i'm just saying that i you, you don't want to be like no really really yeah. like i fucking love your shit but i was just like hey man because i just never want to fuck with anybody no you know, you know it's exactly like so in my head like even this weekend even yesterday you know i'm hanging out with rory and amy and of course i want to i want a picture for my instagram i want to blow up my instagram i want to get all those likes get the followers man i get the followers i want to get the likes i want to get the glory and you know what and then there's the other half of me it's like be cool yeah don't be a mark because you're not because you're you're a motherfucker in your own right you know but it's yeah so i don't have a picture with amy schumer to put on my thing because i never (laughs) asked her for it because i was busy just hanging out with her and i figured she gets taken just being cool man you know because you are so many times like you know last night todd barry was there you know i'd like a picture with todd barry from a wrestling podcast and and i said to rory i was like why the hell did i have you on when todd barry's in town he was in the wrestler you know like uh because todd barry wouldn't be cool about it (laughs) no he's just looking in a weird way i love todd i'm not trying to shit on todd um shitting on todd because i mean i'm i'm weird and like even at you know like pwg or whatever where the wrestlers around the ring like i never ask for a picture unless i'm buying a shirt or yeah. doing business with them i just feel like you know at that point like there there's a transaction to be done that's just my take i know that they're happy to do it with people and that but i always just feel like mm-hmm. they're at work i should you know do something for them and so if it's out in the wild i just never want to like you know no. they're currently in front of the place we're leaving trying to decide like should we stop here and i'm like hey man you know thumbs yeah. up like get the fuck out of the way you know but now i know if I go to a Steel Panther concert in L.A. when I'm down there in October, if they're playing. Lord and willing. And if X-Pac is there, I Make now know <laughs> I'll flip them the two sweet. Because, like, I just like, it was there last time I was there. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I missed uh, watching the first song because I was watching X-Pac to see what songs he liked. I'm like, oh, we love the same music. <laughs> we love the same music. Man, I hope there's a Steel Panther or something else we can fucking get into because there's no hockey games, but we'll, but we'll get something matter. popping. As long, if there's a good show or something like we'll that. We'll get something. There's, it's LA. There's always something going on. Oh, man, it's going to be great. Um, let's see. Where are Corbini? we? Corbini? We're almost, yeah, we're winding down right Corbini. now. Corbini. We have reached uh, Talking wrestling, Toronto, there. Canada, baby. This is it. This is a Toronto <laughs> edition. This is fantastic. It's in, yeah, Toronto's a great, I don't know why people shit on Toronto. Who shits on Toronto? Yeah, everybody else in Canada. No. Yeah. That Kidding me? To be, um, where's, uh, what building is that out there? We're looking out at the... Oh, yeah. So, that building there is the mm. score. Okay. That's where uh, Renee Young used to work. Oh. Uh, they used to do a show called... Uh, actually, the show still exists, Aftermath. It's... Um, Little Ray, Renee Paquette? Yeah. They... Um, Mrs. They Dean a, Ambrose? Mrs. <laughs> Dean Ambrose. They do... Um, they used to do a show called uh, Aftermath, or she used to do a show. Yeah. And uh, it's like four people talking wrestling. Jimmy Cordeas is the anchor. Oh, okay. And oh, referee. life after ref. Yeah, right. Life, uh, yeah. <laughs> and now um, Jimmy's one of the co-anchors, and now Santino Morello's on it. Oh, he's a co-anchor, but he's not Santino. He's just himself. Sure. And he's fantastic. And and a man named Nug is on there. And uh, he's a, a man named Nug. A man named Nug. And uh, a boy named Sue and a man named Nug. And Renee used to be on, but now she's Jackie Redmond's on. But Jackie Redmond's now going to the states too. I think. Oh. So who knows? But anyways, that's the building where they used to tape it. Hell yeah! Um, 
Well, we're wounding down. We're winding wound down. Wound and, out. Uh, Vince, where do we find you? Tell the listeners. Uh, at Vince Averill on Twitter. Uh, Vince.Averill on Instagram. We watch wrestling podcast every Wednesday, 3.16 a.m. on headgum.com and anywhere podcasts are downloaded. That is awesome. Um, you can find me on uh, Facebook. Yeah, Casey Cor- I'm Casey Corbin on all formats except for Instagram. I'm comedian Casey Corbin. As far as the show, you know us to find us at t- Twitter at TNWPod. Uh, also find us um, on the Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast. Uh, folks, that has been another show. Thank you, dude. Thank you for I'm coming on. Really Vince. appreciate it, brother. Love and you. Always good to hang with you. Oh, that's always. The best. It is the best uh, hanging with you always. And I'm glad. I don't mind waking up at 8 in the morning to come do a podcast. Man, we got to do a Western tour together, man. Who's going to book us out west? Let's get it going. You see, we can we do, gotta we can do, do it, that baby. whenever. We can do that whenever. <laughs> okay. That's, all right. that's not a couple phone calls. All that's right. Not, all right. That's not, yeah, that's, not, that's not impossible. All right. So uh, we could definitely do that. Pizza by the pool. Pizza by the pool. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, get some, get some, uh, get some Molly crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we could definitely do that, folks. I hope you enjoy this week's episode with Vince, uh, with Vince Averill, the Encyclopedia of Wrestling. Give us the uh, review, rate, subscribe. You know all the rules. You know what to do. Uh, thank you once again for letting us put a headlock on your uh, on your ears for a little bit. Uh, that's it for this episode of Talking Wrestling. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.